This podcast is made possible by the generous contributions from listeners just like you. If you have the means and you'd like to contribute, click on the link in the show description to go to my supporter page. Once you're there, it's completely up to you how much you'd like to give. There's no minimum and no maximum and no ongoing charges. Enjoy this episode and thanks for listening to The Saturday Quiz. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi there. This is the Saturday Quiz Podcast and I'm your host, John Leary. As always, I'm about to ask the 10 questions from the quiz in the Saturday paper and my guests are going to try and answer them. Both today's guests have been on the show before, so I'm not going to give them a huge introduction. They're both comedians you would have seen on various panel shows on TV, as well as being two of the loveliest people you could ever hope to meet. Welcome to the show, Kirsty Wiebeck and Lizzie Hu. Hello. Hello. Hello, you two. It's so nice to have you back on the show. Oh, what a nice intro. Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Now, before we get into anything, let's talk about the shows that you have coming up next year for various comedy festivals around the country. Lizzie, your new show is called Who's That Girl? Yeah, that's right. Um, Nice little play on who there. Yeah, lovely. Always a little play. That's the easiest option for me. Um, I'm taking (laughs) it. It's called Who's That Girl? Uh, A lot of people have sent me songs called Who's That Girl? It is... The song I'm referring to is Who's That Girl by Eve, 2000s oh, what's that? What's R&B. That Who's that girl? Na, 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 Oh, yeah. Na, na, na. You know that one? It's not, not really. the Annie Lennox one. It's not. Someone sent me a Guy Sebastian one. I'm like, it's not oh, wow. that one. It's the Eve song. Anyway. Okay. All right. It's going to be fun. I'm having a lot of fun writing it. I'm touring in Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, Hobart. Canberra, Sydney, Brisbane at this stage, maybe some others. Who knows? Wow. Mm. Everywhere. Yeah. Anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. And Kirsty, your show, I'll be the judge of that. I, do you know what? I'm so glad you said the title. Like, I thought you were going to leave me to say the title and I had this second of terror where I was like, what is it? Um, <laughs> I, like, I keep forgetting what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> so, so it's not a uh, political or not a judicial kind of setup where you're like a Judge Judy kind of thing? It's not. I wish it were. People keep asking me that and people keep also saying it was a missed opportunity to wear like a, a judge's wig and a gavel and <laughs> oh, stuff in the poster. It's not a missed... Oh, in the poster. In the poster, oh, yeah. yeah. And, I'm, and I'm like, no, no. no. I think I'm, the mere fact you're telling me that is indication enough that I made the right call not doing it, you know? Yeah, 100%. Um, but, I'm, yeah, I'm excited about my new show. It's, um, yeah, it's super silly again, so it's not judicious in any way. It's certainly not me shining a light on any injustices. It'll just be typical Kirsty Weebeck silly stuff. <laughs> and I'm, where am I going? I'm starting in Canberra, then I'm doing Melbourne, Sydney, Auckland. Ooh. Um 
Yeah, I'm I'm crossing the ditch. Um, Is that your first time crossing the ditch? I did a spot in Auckland a few months ago, and that was my first time doing stand up over there. Um, yeah. So I've never done the I've never done the New Zealand Comedy Festival. So I'm very excited about that. And yeah, I've spent quite a bit of time in New Zealand because my partner's from there. So uh-huh. yeah, so I'm hoping that she knows. I don't know, five or six hundred people on the North Island. Um, <laughs> no, it should be it should be really fun. And then I'm sort of going a little bit regional and stuff as well. So awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be all over the place, and I'm like Lizzie. I've probably got more places coming up as well. So stay Great. tuned. <laughs> stay tuned for that one. Yeah. All right. Well, as you know, on this podcast, I ask my guests if they have a favourite piece of trivia. Do either of you? have a new favourite piece of trivia oh. or something that jumps out, uh, has jumped out at you recently? Oh, one thing I read about again, actually, I can't remember his name, um, but the guy who invented freestyle. Have you heard of this guy? Like freestyle rapping? No, freestyle swimming. Oh! Fr- <laughs> <laughs> freestyle swimming. I um, thought we were back in the R&B kind of situation. No. Who's that girl? You know, it's this guy who invented um, freestyle swimming, um, but he did it in, he started swimming in, he was an islander, he came across to Australia, and then he started swimming in the Bronte Baths in Sydney. And people looked at him like he, they're like, who is this guy? Who's this crazy guy swimming like front crawl, as they called it back then? Yeah, right. Yeah, he he invented. Would it be Charles Daniel? Is that who oh, you're no, familiar with? Um... Oh, no, sorry. Alec Wickham. Yes. That guy. Great. Alec one... Wickham yeah. is uh, credited with the invention of the front crawl. Front crawl, A.K.A. Yes. freestyle. Yeah, I don't, he's just, I, I read this story about him years ago and then for some reason I came across him again and I was like, that's that guy. I was quite... Um, taken by that story Mm. wow yeah so this thing which is like a swimming website that i found Mm. says that the australian richmond dick cavill was inspired by solomon islander alec wickham in the early 1900s watching wickham and he experimented his own style yeah and modified the stroke which ultimately became known as the australian crawl wow that's cool yeah. What, yeah a what, a what, what a thing. Dude, imagine inventing a, um, a way to swim. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like You're people right. invent gymnastics moves and dive moves and all that stuff. But like we should be calling it the, the Wickham. The, the Wickham. The, yeah. Just the Wickham. That'll do. <laughs> when, when I think I'm inventing a new swim style, the lifeguard usually <laughs> drags me out of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Drown. You're, you're inventing the, drowning. The Weebeck. <laughs> the Weebeck wee fight for your life. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Weebeck? Do you have a favourite piece of trivia? Oh, uh, Johnny, every time you have me on this wonderful podcast, I absolutely forget this. Um, <laughs> yeah. This, this part, part, this portion. Yeah, and I think last yeah. time I just simply was like, no, I can't think of anything. But um, when you said it this time, I panicked because I, I have a show called The Big Animal Quiz. That, yeah. I, that I did on the weekend and I write the quizzes for it and I usually Amazing. learn a million things about animals. 
So I was like, what What was one so of the questions this weekend? A single one? Yeah. Yeah, that whole time Lizzie was talking, I was like, okay, come on. What? I was going through different animals going, did you say anything about this one, that one? Um, so what I've come up with that I didn't know until I wrote this quiz is that we share our DNA. No, I've got to start that again. We share 70% of our DNA with slugs. Get out of town. Really? Yeah. We're just big slugs. Exactly. And so whenever, you know, in the past when you've woken up, like maybe after a big night or limited sleep or something and you felt like a slug, like you, you should. You pretty yeah. much are one. You're a slug in clothes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're keying into that 70% in those moments. <laughs> exactly. Wow. It's wild. Isn't that, it? It's that seems a lot, doesn't it? That's yeah, crazy. It's heaps. How f- that's cool. It's heaps. Excellent. Yeah. Great pieces of trivia. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank All right, you. let's crack into the actual quiz. Here we go. Question number one: What is the world's second largest continent? <laughs> um. Now, yeah. How are you with your kind of geography, or or yeah, you? Your Ooh. land masses of, of the world. I'm not great at um, some geography I'm okay at if I've been there, you know. Sure. Um, I'm not great at oceans, you know, when people are like, oh, what's this country mm. surrounded by? You're like, oh, I don't know. Well, I mean, the, um, the first place to start with this one is to decide how many continents there are. There's yeah, seven, eight. right? <laughs> oh, there you go. Great work. So, There's seven. Lizzie, very, very well done. There's seven continents. It does depend a little bit on where you were educated. Yeah. So in most English-speaking world and India and China, mm. we're taught that there are seven continents. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I was about to say Stromo High School. Stromo High School is where I was educated. So next question, please. <laughs> <laughs> They didn't talk about the continents in, in great detail? They didn't talk about much in great detail. They were trying to take everyone's weapons off them. Um, <laughs> like, I know Japan's in Asia, but I don't know the difference between Bendigo and Ballarat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Well, let me pose it to you like this, because it does seem the continent, the seven-continent model to me, seems a little arbitrary. For mm-hmm. example, the continent of Australia or Oceania mm-hmm. includes, obviously, Australia and New Zealand and lots of the tiny mm. little Pacific islands, but also the country of Papua New Guinea, which is only half the island of New Guinea. Interesting. The, the other half forms part of the country of Indonesia, which obviously belongs to the continent of asia mm. so it's like th- we've gone there's a dividing line between that one island mm. half of it is part of the continent of australia and half of it's the continent of asia it's bonkers mm. to me to be fair what a nightmare job being the line drawer <laughs> do you reckon they just tossed a coin they're like uh, oh, do we include the I whole thing or not <laughs> i don't yeah. reckon the colonialists had any problem <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, that's like, probably true. That's ours. There That'll do. It. That's <laughs> ours. We'll have that. Thanks. Yeah. Um, what they do best. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. The division between the continents of Europe and Asia is even more arbitrary because mm. that follows 
like a historical and cultural border rather than any clear geographical or you know tectonic mm. plate uh, border. So yeah. if if you are just going off a purely geographical landmass yeah. categorization, there's actually only four continents. Right. Anyway, back to seven continents. Can you name the seven continents? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, yeah, I, we just named two. Asia Pac. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, no, Australia and Pacific, I guess. Oceania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then Asia. Yeah. The Americas. Are they just one big one? Well, in the seven continent model, they are two separate continents. Two, North, so South. North, and North South America, America and yeah. South America. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Antarctica. Antarctica is its own one in the seven. Uh, well, in most models, yeah. Yeah. Africa and Europe. Africa and Europe. Europe. Yeah. There, that's the seven. Okay. So, which one is the second largest? Maybe Asia. Well, let me tell you this: Asia is the largest. Largest. Okay. Mm. Well, one of the Americas. Mm, incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kirsty. <laughs> Europe. <laughs> No, Europe is <laughs> the second smallest. Australia? Is it us? No, Australia is the smallest. Africa! Africa is the right answer. Oh, my answer. gosh. We only got there on our fifth guess. Very well done, oh. Africa. Can we delete this section and just start at question two and pretend that's number one? Yeah. Sure, we can start at question two. Let's start at question two. Here we go. As we always do, starting with question number two. Okay. Which song begins when you're weary, feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I will dry them all? And Does that I'll ring be any bells? Wherever I can. Uh, winter, spring, winter, spring, summer, summer and fall. fall. All you, you gotta <laughs> do is, is call. Because wow. I'll be there. <laughs> That's, I you mean, got a friend. friend. No, that's entirely the wrong song. <laughs> I love that you both joined in together. Terribly uh, with the wrong song. That's the solidarity, song. Lizzie. That was amazing. <laughs> it is not You've Got a Friend. Can you repeat uh, the words, please? Repeat, yeah. Repeat. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, which song begins? When you're weary, feeling small, oh. when tears are in your eyes... I will dry them all. <laughs> Hit it, Lizzie. <laughs> it's kind of like down tempo. And for the most part, the original recording of this song is pretty much just piano and a solo singer. Oh. Even though the original artists who wrote and recorded this song are a duo. Oh, gosh. It's Simon and Garfunkel. Exactly right. It's Simon and Garfunkel. And their big hit, their massive hit, Grammy Award winner of Record of the Year, Song of the Year, Best Contemporary Song and Best Arrangement, Instrumental and Vocals. If you'll be my bodyguard, I will be your love. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's just Paul Simon. <laughs> but Lizzie's there with me. <laughs> I'm there with you, mate. Um, this one, um, it's sung solo by Art Garfunkel. And was the last song recorded for the album of the, that bears the same name, which ended up being their final studio album. Oh no! They broke up later that year. I don't know. Can we have a um, clue? Can we have a clue that will help? 
Uh, <laughs> sure. It's it's a massive hit. It's been. Um, John, Johnny's stop. like, Johnny, what stop saying that. Stop saying, it's, stop saying it's a massive, massive hit. You're upsetting it. You may as well just play the song and see if we get it. <laughs> it has been recorded by like, uh, you know, covered by over fifty artists. Elvis Presley did it. No, oh far out. This is hilarious. I would sing it to in the tune, except I've, I'm a terrible singer. Um, did you just listen to Lizzie and I? Oh, anything at this point. Anything. Do at it. This hum point. the tune for us. Just hum the tune. Mm. Okay. It, it's really slow. It's going to sound terrible. Here we go. Mm. No, we'll love go it. to air. <laughs> when you're weary, feeling small. When tears are in your eyes, I'm I'm on your side. No, it's um, uh, white, white, white. I play this. Everyone plays this on the piano when they learn it. Like a bridge. Over troubled waters. <laughs> That's the one. Bridge over troubled water is the name wow. of the song. I, think I that's had a very well done. <laughs> I had no idea that was by Simon and Garfunkel. Like, oh, and, really? And that is oh, not. Wow. That is not to my discredit. I think the issue is that too many people have covered it. It is multi-covered. Exactly. Yeah, You're right. That's right, Kirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> There you go. Very Great. well done. Oh, yeah. We're Very off and well racing. Done. We're off oh and racing. Oh, my gosh. We're incredible. <laughs> this will be the no. shortest episode ever. Let's start at question three. All right. Let's start at question number three. Question number three. Allergic rhinitis is another name for what common condition? Hay fever. Uh, Oh, bingo. Yeah. Bingo, bango. You both got it. Very well done. We, oh, we I, smashed I, it. I was thinking nose something. You said. <laughs> yes. Relax Why so. were you thinking nose something? Well, the rhino. The Very rhino. well done. Yeah. Rhino is uh, Greek for nose. Yes. And itis just means pertaining to, or nowadays mm-hmm. it means inflammation. So rhinitis means nose inflammation thank god we're starting at that question because we look Ooh. really smart lizzie <laughs> yeah kirsty you did your uh, your animal quiz on on the weekend yes did you have any rhinoceros questions not this week i have in the past mm. though i definitely oh, yeah? have in the past because do you know that we obviously rhino as we've just established means nose do you know what seros or you know the other half of rhinoceros oh. rhinoceros seros or keros means dinosaur dinosaurs hug. Eh, no hug hard hard what do they have on what do they have on horn yeah keros is greek for horn wow yeah nose horn hmm. that's cool you okay. thank you very My good. pleasure. Locked in. Yeah, good. I'll pop that in the next good. quiz. I, well, I hope it is. <laughs> Question number four. If Jennifer Garner was suddenly 30, Matthew Perry was what age again? And there's a bonus point for naming who played the 40-year-old virgin. Oh, oh Steve wow. Carell. 
Steve yes. Carell, very well done. You've I'll get. Both. I'll go the bonus first. Yeah. Yeah. Go the bonus first. Um, and Jennifer Garner. What would she be? So like? she was. She was in a film, Suddenly Thirty, which that's just to set up the question. Yeah. What we're actually after is the Matthew Perry film. What age again? So it's a number. Oh, twenty what, again. What Not twenty again. A little lower. I'll tell you that Zac Efron played <gasps> the same, played the character at that age. Seventeen. Seventeen is exactly the right answer. Very well done. The ding ding no, ding ding ding. Okay. That seventeen. Every well, I do remember mm-hmm. the shower scene in Seventeen with Zac Efron. Is that is that a famous? Uh... It's a famous shower scene. <laughs> well, is it Zach? You know, show. Oh yeah, Zach. Of... Zach in wow. the shower. Gosh, it's it's, it's I mean... pure Efron. Pure Efron. <laughs> it's twenty four really? hours, seven days a week, Efron. <laughs> when he's seventeen, it's a bit. It's wow. A, it's yeah, that's, you... yeah, that's problematic. Were you maybe yeah. seventeen at that at that time? So it's okay. Me? Oh no. I'm hoping <laughs> no. <laughs> But do you know what? In your but defense, he probably wasn't either. I was about to say he would have been like thirty-two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred yeah. mm. percent. You're safe. You're safe. The Jennifer Garner film Suddenly Thirty was known by a different title in everywhere mm. else in the world. We're the only country where it was called Suddenly Thirty. Do you know mm. what it was called in, you know, the United States where it was made? Dirty thirty. Dirty thirty is a good no. one. It's not. Thir- Let me tell you, because it was another like age kind of mm. swap comedy, and it was called Thirteen Going on Thirty. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Question number five. Right. In Greek mythology, who is Apollo's twin sister? And you've got a multiple choice. Do you need the multiple choice? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised just... you asked. I'll say, what if I say? I'll say Medusa to begin with. That's great. Sure. That's that's a guess. It's incorrect. But uh, in, in my thought- head, when you said Apollo, in my, my head, it, I was like, Creed? Creed? <laughs> yeah. We're out of the movies questions now. Uh, so, in Greek mythology, who is okay. Apollo's twin sister? Is it A, Hera, B, Demeter or Demeter, or C, Artemis? I'm going to go yeah. Artemis. Yeah, bingo. Very oh. well done. What gave it away? Or, or I don't know. That know just feels like the most the most popular one. I don't know the one I've heard about more. Sure. Is that a, is that a rationale? Yeah, that that oh. work. That's a rationale. <laughs> That's the answer I vibed with more. Yeah, sure. I mean, they they both start with A, which is a pretty good clue oh, as well. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Apollo yeah. and Artemis. Mm. They're twins, and they kind of have this. His and hers mm. share of certain god attributes. Like mm. he is the god of archery, plagues, medicine, and healing. Mm-hmm. And she is also associated with health and medicine, particularly women's health and childbirth, mm. as well as having a strong connection to archery through her being the goddess of the hunt. Right. Yeah, they're cool. I went to the Greek Museum recently with my mum. In Melbourne. In Melbourne? Yeah, have you been there? Tell me about that. No. It's quite interesting. They've got, yeah. It's like really well done. And they've got, the bit I love, they've got every Olympic flame. Wow. Like every torch? Every torch. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Are they lit? No, no. 
<laughs> they're just stuck on a wall behind some glass. That's kind of cool. It's not a room of fire. <laughs> it's not. It's yeah, not it's a hot. spit roast. Not in there. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's just. It's just the torches. Um, but in it, like I never really studied any Greek gods or anything like that at school. Uh-huh. But it was really interesting. Yeah, there's, there's got some really old stuff in there, like super old stuff. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's cool. I feel like Greek mythology might be one of those things you get into when you're older. I don't know. Yeah, I was really yeah. into it as a child. Maybe. I had all these you books were? on it. Yeah, oh, I yeah? was obsessed. Yeah, I used to read them all before mm. bed. But I also agree with you, Lizzie. Like I think I was mm. an anomaly. Yeah, because mm. I okay. I've super got into it. Yeah. As I've got older. Yeah. 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 I think I was just gifted and talented. Probably. Oh, of course. <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I was 13 going on 30. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner. Yeah. <laughs> you and Jennifer Garner. Exactly. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to the Saturday Quiz. I'm joined today by Kirsty Wiebeck and Lizzie Hu, and we are up to question number six. Pure gold is how many carats? 24. Oh, wow. How what? do you know that, Lizzie Hu? Are you 24 a jeweler? Uh, 24 carat gold. 24. Yeah. I, I, I just know that. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's because Lizzie's a fancy guy. Because I've got, yeah. I've got some on my. Oh yeah, yeah. Because in in China, in in I guess in Chinese culture, all the gold is twenty four carat. Wow! It's all this shiny. The stuff. best gold. It's all this real, real like, blingy gold. So I guess yeah. that's why I know because it's real soft. You can break yes. it easily. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, pure gold is mm. extremely malleable. Mm. Yeah, carrots measure the parts per twenty four. So 24 karat gold mm. is considered 100% gold and 18 karat gold is 18 parts gold, mm. six parts, some other metal, um, making it, you know, 75%. Get this though. This is what I'm excited about. Do you know where we get the word carrot from? And it's not the, the root vegetable. Mm. We get the word carrot from the Arabic word for the fruit of the carob tree, kirat. Mm which also means weight of five grains and originates from the Greek word, get this, karation, which was the name for carob seeds also, which, by the by, the word, that word, karation, is the diminutive of keros. Do you remember what that means? Keros, the makeup brand. Yes, keros. Um. No, you might remember it as Seros. Oh, the rhino horn. Yeah. Horn. So karation, the word for the carob seed, is the diminutive of keros, the word for horn, because the seed pods, like the, what contained the seeds of the carob tree, are horn-shaped. 
So oh they went, what's, in, what's inside the horn-shaped uh, seed pod? Little, little horns, mini horns, karation. And they were used because they had a consistent weight and size. They're, you know, small, uniform in size and had a consistent weight. They were an ideal standard for measuring precious objects such as gold and gems. And that's where we get the word carrot. I am kicking myself for not backing myself on that one because that was on the tip of my tongue. (laughs) And I second-guessed myself and I pulled away when I could have had all of the glory. You could have. You absolutely could have. (laughs) All right. Really good. Question number seven. What type of weather phenomenon is a zephyr? Zephyr. This is a, a very wind. popular. Yeah. A wind. Bingo. A zephyr. A wind. wind. What? Uh, a very popular what? Kid's name. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah. My niece. My niece has heaps of friends called Zephyr. Called Zephyr. <laughs> how old's your niece? She's like eighteen. Funny. I just want. I wonder if that's how long ago the Red Hot Chili Peppers song came out. Oh, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Zephyr wind. It's actually named after the Greek god. We're back in the Greeks now. Wow. Okay. The Greek mm. god of the west wind, Zephyrus. Oh, Zephyrus. And it's, it's considered the most gentle and oh, favourable of could, the winds. We could use that. Oh, what a nice Zephyrus wind. Mm, yeah. yeah. Just a, I'm just a add little that Zephyr. To the vernacular. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> All right, question number eight. Four bronzes of what animal guard the base of Nelson's Column in London? Lion. Oh, yeah, straight out with it. Very oh, well Lizzie. Lion. See, it's, it's bronze, Some... it's gold. I bet you Lizzie knows everything about silver as well. <laughs> oh, someone's <laughs> watching season six of The Crown at the moment, I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good work. It's fresh yeah, in my have... mind. <laughs> Do you know what the column is for or commemorates? Uh, no. Let, we Let can take a stab. You. Oh, yeah, go for it. So it's called Nelson's Column. Do you know who Nelson was? Lord Nelson. Lo- sure. A lot of pubs called the Lord Nelson. Sure, exactly, yes. He fought in the Battle of... <laughs> yes. He fought and won. He had, like, his most decisive uh, victory and also died. Okay, in the at Battle... At the Battle of... Waterloo? No, no, the other that's, one. That's, oh, I don't know. You will know. Do you know where the square <laughs> or where Nelson's Column is? What square it's in? Is it uh, Piccadilly? No. No. <laughs> Just down the road. Trafalgar. Uh, Trafalgar is right. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. So, okay. built to commemorate Vice Admiral Horatio Nelson's decisive victory at the Battle of Trafalgar over the combined French and Spanish navies during which he lost his life. Crazy. And getting back to the lions, Mm -hmm. the four bronze lions around the base are modelled after Barbary lions, which is a species of lion originating in North Africa, which is now extinct in the wild. Whoa. Isn't that sad? That is Yeah. Thanks for bringing the mood down. (laughs) Put that on your animal quiz, Kirsty. Yeah. Put, put that on your animal quiz. <laughs> that can be your big closer. <laughs> I'll just leave all the little children in the audience weeping gently as they leave. <laughs> all right. Question number nine. Okay. Which 
58-year-old American actress was the most recent person to achieve EGOT status after this year winning a Grammy Award for Best Audiobook Narration and Storytelling Recording for her memoir, Finding Me. Do you know what EGOT is? No. E-G-O-T. It's an, uh, an award thing. It's winning four of the oh. big four awards. Oh, like Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Tony, exactly right. So this person just won a Grammy. So she covers all bases. Yeah, she's got an EGOT. And she's the only African-American person to achieve the triple crown of acting in the United States, which is winning a competitive award in the acting categories of the Academy Awards, the Emmys and the Tonys. Wow. And she's, yeah. Afri- she's African-American. She is. She's a octuple threat. <laughs> what? She's, an, she's a huge threat. Octuple threat. Um, That's a tough one. This is gotta, tough. Her kind of breakout role, okay. I guess, back in 2011 was in The Help. Oh. 2011. I was going... Mm. I was going much older than this. So 2011, the hell um, breakout mm, role. That's quite yeah. recent. What's, is it the, well, she, the, the main It was because character. she was doing a lot of stage acting in the kind of first part yes. of her career. So she was on Broadway a lot. And then she played a uh, 1960s housemaid in The Help. Yeah, I, I can picture it. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? She is also, um, uh, she's on the TV series... How to Get Away with Murder. Mm. Her first name mm. is the name of a stringed instrument. Oh, Viola, Viola, Viola Davis. Very yeah. well done. There you go. Yeah. You got there. Viola Davis. Well, thank you for the clues. <laughs> that, that's quite all right. <laughs> yeah. She is the latest person to achieve EGOT wow. status. E-G-O-T. That's awesome. Yeah. Incredible. Good on her. Movie trivia isn't. That's best. not your deal. No. Yeah, no. I think Lizzie and I have already ascertained that geography is our strong suit. So yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I guys, I'm a specialist gold trivia person. <laughs> <laughs> Very well done. All right, we are up to the final question. Question number ten. It's uh-huh. a uh, bit of a science question, uh-huh. so hopefully that's within your wheelhouse as well. Okay, okay. might be. Question number 10. Which gas is lighter, hydrogen or helium? Dude, helium. Helium. Helium is lighter than hydrogen, you're saying? No. <laughs> no. I, would, I think we should re, redo, yes. Yes, I think, I think you'll find that Lizzie and I are both comedians at the top of our games and we were having a little laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course oh. you were because... <laughs> Jokes on you. As we all know. <laughs> hydrogen is way hydrogen. lighter yeah. than helium, which is famously very heavy. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean, it, it was a, uh, it's a close thing. They're both very light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously yeah. both lighter than air. Hydrogen is the lightest existing gas at uh, 7%, the density oh. of air. Yep. 
Uh, and helium is the second lightest gas in the uh, in the universe. Yeah. Hydrogen. Get this though, hydrogen is the most abundant chemical substance in the universe, constituting roughly seventy five percent of all normal matter. Wow. And helium is the second most abundant element in the observable really? universe. The remaining elements on the periodic table make up only about 2% of the stuff in the universe. And just next time you're worried about like how successful you are, just think about how all those other elements made their way onto that table despite True. barely doing anything. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's fair to assume. Exactly. It's fair to assume that the rest of those elements are nepo babies or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all yeah. just hanging on hydrogen and helium's coattails. Incredibly really. light coattails. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as they flutter through the air. They just try to grab onto them. They can't quite reach. Well, well done, I folks. Have... That was a lot of fun. How'd you go? Uh, in the trivia sense. I don't yeah. think we we did that well, but I think in the fun, having a good time sense, 10 out of 10. Good. Well, yeah. I'm glad to hear I agree. It. it was super fun. Thanks for having me on again, Johnny. Um, and also, despite our inadequacies, Lizzie, there'd probably be a seat at the table of elements for us. So, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there would be. Uh, well, Lizzie, who, Kirsty Weebeck, it's been an absolute joy having you back on the show. Your shows, Who's That Girl, and I'll Be the Judge of That. People can see those all around the country uh, next year. How can people find you? Where can people find you? Um, Yeah, Instagram. That's where I usually post a lot of stuff. Uh, Yeah, that's it, really. Instagram. Website. You can subscribe. You can go at Lizzie Who. L-I-Z-Z-Y-H-O-O. Yeah. Or Excellent. you can, scri- can subscribe on my website to mailing lists and that sort cool, of thing. Cool, cool. And Kirsty? Yeah, I'm all over every social media platform at Kirsty Weebeck. Um, I'm probably most active on Instagram these days, but I'll have information about my tour across all platforms. Um, I've also got a mailing list at uh, on my website, kirstyweebeck.com, uh, which I only use to update people about their shows, so you won't be getting any spam from me. But, um, yeah, hunt me down online and get along to a show. Excellent. Thanks, you two. Been a pleasure. Thanks, Johnny. You're the best. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Saturday Quiz. I really hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to Lizzie Hu and Kirsty Wiebeck for being my guests this week. And thanks, as always, to Cindy McDonald for letting me have the questions that she writes each and every week. This is the last regular episode of the podcast for the year. Next week, as I do every season, will be a bumper summer quiz episode with twice as many guests and four times as many questions. So make sure you've subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss that one. This episode was recorded in Nam on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. I acknowledge their traditions of telling stories and sharing knowledge for millennia on this land and pay my respects to their elders past and present. My name's John Leary, and I'll have more questions for you same time next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.